if any meme comes out of our Tater. podcast, <laughs> just clean us biting into a rock. It, that, that's a t-shirt right there. That's it. You know what he looks like. Just like you squinting as you bite into a rock. We ain't geologists. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got time for all that? Drag strict bourbon. What is your podcast even about? <laughs> Taters and nanners. This made it more confusing. <laughs> And freedom <laughs> on the open sea. What category do you guys fall in? We don't know. <laughs> we're we're a little bit of everything. She's a little bit country. I was I'm thinking a little bit the same thing. There's that T-shirt. There's like a Miles just Spider-Man webbing through a city. Hopefully, no elephant walking. Now it can't be on a t-shirt you around never children. Know. You, never <laughs> you know. can put literal baby elephants yeah. walking. Mm. And then it's Ella with like a pirate's flag of Jolly Roger behind going, <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> and it's like, there's a very different vibe <laughs> from all of these shirts. But they're all from the same you, episode. You yeah. co-host at the same time? <laughs> Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of freedom. <laughs> like some pants, like, just in the back That's what it should be. It shouldn't be a Jolly Roger. it's Paul Bunyan's plaid <laughs> It shouldn't be a Jolly Roger. It should be pants. I love it. With a little frog on it. So it can be Yo, ho, ho, and a quack quack of freedom. And there'll be a little frog on there. Quack, like, quack. We've come from afar, bringing tales from before. Old dragons drink bourbon, but we three drink more. Welcome back to Dragons Drink Bourbon. It has been a minute. I'm Ella. I'm Cletus. You know me. I'm Miles. So... I don't know. I almost started catching everybody up, and I just remembered we don't do that. <laughs> Hope everybody enjoyed their hiatus from us. <laughs> don't know why. If you did, you came back. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? We're not socially awkward at all. No. Oh, I do have one update. Do tell. I promised everyone a Patreon over the month of July. And like bonus content. And I did not do that. Yeah. <laughs> and this will release the first Monday in August. And um, it probably won't be up by then either because I need sleep. Mm. And I had back to back relatives visiting, as the guys know, and life stuff. And I decided that wasn't enough. So I got a kitten today. That was not planned, but that happened. He is adorable. Mm. I can promise a photo of a kitten. <laughs> so, though I could technically post anybody's kitten from Google <laughs> to give you that anytime you guys wanted. That's but what I yeah, would do. he doesn't have a name yet, so I can't. I can't give you that. Play, um, playing with Miles 2.0, but <laughs> I'm curious as to. Well, first of all, I appreciate that shout out. I would. Gladly have a cat named after me. <laughs> Secondly, how was the visit from your conjoined uh, family members? Oh, uh, exhausting. Yeah. I love them very, very much. Um, but my parents don't communicate well, and they took consecutive weeks of vacation off. 
So they did not come at the same time. So we entertained for a week, and then I entertained for it's another week. It's never good week. when partners don't come at the same time. Never good. Never. See, me, I just thought they were conjoined twins because mm-hmm. they were back-to-back. So. Well, my parents are not from Alabama, so they are not conjoined twin- uh, twins. Good, good. Quins. 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 You know, Words queen twins. <laughs> They're queen twins. <laughs> Yes. No, but that it was it was pretty it was pretty exhausting. Um I love them. As I said, it was very good to see them. But it was one of those like, well, this parent's coming. Are you gonna tell me that you don't love me enough for me to come? And because we own a small business, I didn't really get to take time off. In fact, I was training somebody was while they were parents? here. No. <laughs> oh, coming to visit, huh? But Some my mother <laughs> did make us homemade stromboli. While mm. I was at work, and empanadas. Very nice. And I froze some, so I am still eating empanadas like three weeks later, and I'm thrilled. And I don't care who has opinions about that. She made 50 of them. They were not going to be eaten in time. We had to freeze some. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's fair. Do you two have any updates, podcast-related or otherwise, just to shout out into the universe? Um. Uh Apparently, there's aliens out there, so shouting out into the universe. Check us out, subscribe, and uh, <laughs> sponsor us. You know, if you guys have some cool alien technology, sponsor us. You can you can follow us on Spotify. Right. Oh, I did see Stitcher is going away. I guess that's podcast related. Oh, I did in not the see news that. Realm. Um, I don't know. I didn't look into it at all. So somebody's going to be yelling at us while they listen to us in the car. But uh, they're. Either Pandora bought them up or Pandora already was the parent company and something like that. But they're moving things over to Pandora. I don't know if podcasts are being moved. But if you are the two people that listen to us on Stitcher instead of Spotify or Apple, not for long. So you can catch us on Pandora. Maybe. We (laughs) think. (laughs) Worst comes to worst, open our box. I heard it's great. Can't be any worse. True. (laughs) And <laughs> what we're currently living in. Are for still handsome? Mm-hmm. Always. I think, I think that's all anybody cares about. They're like, what about the dog? <laughs> He's that's always fair. handsome. Lost some weight, but. Okay, we see you. Yeah. Hoping it's for good reasons, not hot, bad. Hot boy summer for him. <laughs> it is hot. Yeah. Yeah. Heat wave. That's new. Mm. I bet none of our listeners even realized until we said it. <laughs> I love a good heat wave. Well, I've kind of feel like I've deeply betrayed our essence. I don't know. Because we took a month off and I do not have whiskey as the theme drink for our first Monday back. You know, dragons drink alcohol. We'll we'll accept it. It's because it's themed and it's appropriate. So I actually made uh, Bahama Mamas. Yeah. Mm. I just saw it was brown, so I assumed. Yeah, I didn't even look. I was just like, cool. I appreciate your faith in me that you saw a bottle with something brown and you just assumed rum instead of anything else I could have poured into these cups. It's going to be like pine salt one day and we're just <laughs> like, this must be like a pine flavored. Is it? Are we doing Paul Bunyan again? Why does this <laughs> smell so fragrant? Oh, it's like Bob Ross inspired. It's just trees. Mm. <laughs> Happy little trees. Drink it. Well, that's what gin tastes like. Gin tastes like Mm -hmm. fucking Christmas trees. It's very botanical. Mm. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't mind it. I might have a problem. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess it's a good mixer, but like straight up, tastes like trees. No, tastes like evergreens. I mean, who hasn't munched on an evergreen before? Not a big Scotch fan either, though. Scotch. They're good good. people. Oh, not Scots. (laughs) No, I don't care about them either, though. Mm, That's fair. Unless they're listening to us, then love you, buddy. Sponsor us. As always, I'll put the full drink recipe on social, which is at ddb.podcast on Instagram or Dragon's Drink Bourbon on Facebook. But this is uh, one part rum to one part pineapple juice to one part orange juice to half lime juice and half grenadine. Very nice. So it's a nice tropical drink. I had a... There's this little quote from, we used Captain Morgan specifically, which is important. But the quote on their website for this recipe was, this sunny island serve says, hold my tiny umbrella. (laughs) I forgot to buy tiny umbrellas, so we don't need those. I'm sorry. I'm a disappointment. (laughs) This one says, use your imagination. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what storytelling's for. Thank you. Ties all together. It all ties in. Bringing it back around. Dragons. Bringing it around. But today's story is based on a real person from the heavily romanticized, highly dangerous, but equally exciting golden age of piracy. Now, the golden age of piracy lasted from about 1650 to 1730. This period saw kind of like a boom in maritime piracy in the North Atlantic and the Indian Oceans, and this whole period can be further subdivided into three more distinct periods. It's Captain Hook. I know it's Captain Hook. I feel so bad. I was like, here's the booze. Also, heavy learning. Hope you enjoyed your break. <laughs> here's a lecture. Take notes. <laughs> I was like, what time frame was that? 16? 16, okay. Carry the two. Five by one. All right. All right. Captain Hook. I promise I'll try to keep this as light as possible, but also it's pirates. So I fell down a very deep rabbit hole because hey, I love it. pirates. Little little baby Ella did not want to be a princess. She wanted to be a pirate and also she wanted to have a dragon. And that was it. That was her whole personality. You were born for this podcast. Yep. That was Dragon Tales this and Pirates episode of the Caribbean. Specifically. Yeah. Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> The one thing I almost choked on my uh, Bahama mama. <laughs> so the guys kill me off after this episode. <laughs> she served her purpose. She died happy. It's yep. fine. <laughs> it was on her bucket list. So, <laughs> Well, the buccaneering <clears throat> period is the first part of it. So that's like 1650 to 1680. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh-huh. Heavy focus on Anglo-French seamen in Jamaica. And what kind of seamen? Anglo-French. It's when you angle it. I got you. And Jamaica and Tortuga attacking Spanish colonies and shipping vessels in the Caribbean and the Eastern Pacific. So that's like your kind of focus. Take that, you slave traders. That'll teach them. They were. They were. I thought you were going to go with slaves and just stop. So that's why I kind of paused. But slave traders. (laughs) <laughs> they were slave traders. They were. I was just very surprised that you got it right. A bunch and- of fucking <laughs> cocksuckers. I don't care what century it is. Yeah, there you go. How could anybody own another person? Look at you standing up for human rights. That's my friend, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Always here with the hot takes. <laughs> right. 
Not only did they dabble in slave trade, but they are extremely cruel to bulls. Mm. It's a bunch of penis envy, if you ask me. It is. They told me. It ties in. I don't anyway. know how it ties in. I just wanted to it does, say that. It doesn't. Well, anywho. So a buccaneer is very specifically English, French. I put English, French, or French. <laughs> yeah, but which one? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, sea adventurer. <laughs> Look, I tried. Words are hard. <laughs> and they preyed specifically on the enemy, which in this case is the Spanish, uh, settlements and ships, like we said, and think privateer. So it's like government-sanctioned criminal activity. Mm. Whereas pirates, very specifically, would be kind of pure criminals in the eyes of all nations because they would attack ships of all nations more indiscriminately. Because they were anarchists. And The last free anarchists. peoples. The last free peoples of the world. Mm-hmm. Or civilized world, rather. Fair. Well, the pirate round is the period that comes after the buccaneering period. That's about the 1690s. This is, or in this period, we see a shift in priorities to like long distance voyages from the Americas to specifically rob Muslim and East India trading company targets in the Indian Ocean and the Red Sea. You said shift in priorities. I was going to be like, well, diversifying bonds, 401ks. You know, they really started thinking about their futures instead of just the immediate, you know, money grab. Yeah. yeah. This is a risky trade. It's we all know it. You yeah. need life insurance. How is your wife and children back home? How are Boom. they going to survive? How are they going to survive out here? Mm-hmm. It's a cruel world. I ain't sending them their shares unless you sign up for my insurance policy. <laughs> and you work on my ship yeah. for life. <laughs> Which is about three years average. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it must have been terrifying being on a ship back then, like with Mm. no GPS or anything like that. Like just, okay, I see no land anywhere. Mm. Let me just use these utensils to navigate with stars. Yeah, I I trust you, Captain. You know, yo-ho-ho and a bottle of scurvy. Let's let's do it. The compass breaks and it's just a bunch of men screaming and running around, <laughs> waving oh their arms everywhere. <laughs> and then, like, this one guy that's like, We were mostly using like the stars. And oh, okay, you're just he's a witch, Berna. He's a witch. <laughs> All right. Well, the last period is the post Spanish succession period, which brings out the end of the golden age of piracy from 1715 to 1726. Mm-hmm. So this period was marked by the end of privateering because of the end of the War of the Spanish Succession. Mm. However, you don't tell men that they lost their only source of income and then they suddenly can't be criminals anymore without the risk of, well, them simply continuing to do so, which they did Mm. in the Caribbean, the Indian Ocean, the North American Eastern Seaboard, and the West African Coast. So just because there wasn't privateering just because it wasn't the golden age of piracy that didn't mean pirates are gone (laughs) like especially because you're also saying the risk versus reward of being a pirate is you got paid a lot better than your run-of-the-mill sailor true so yeah well they were very democratic too pirates were they were very democratic Mm -hmm. for a bunch of rambunctious thieves and a lot of them from what I've read, 
a lot of them, when they were pulling up to ships after they raised the black, they would pretty much try and intimidate the people before they attack them. That way, hopefully, they could all surrender. They could get the goods and maybe recruit more people. Yeah. You know? Because they're, they're not looking to die young either. Right. Yeah. Right. Minimize mm-hmm. risk. But most of our pop culture impressions of pirates are largely... Th- I can't talk largely. Today. I haven't. I haven't spoken to other human beings in a month, guys. That's fair. Most of our pop culture impressions of pirates are largely from this period as a whole. Whether or not you personally agree that some of those like subcategories of ages count, what? I like that your parents are not humans. No. <laughs> I haven't spoken to humans in a month. No. Yeah. Parents aren't humans. I stand by that. Mm. I stand by that wholeheartedly. Okay. Because there is nothing to explain me. I thought you were laughing because you said period hole. I caught that too. That was the second part because I laughed. (laughs) I caught myself and then I laughed again. Did you miss our kindergarten antics? Like a freshman field trip. In a very masochistic way, yes. (laughs) She said duty. (laughs) (laughs) Lord. <laughs> All right. Let me know if she says duty. Okay. All right. So there's a few reasons that the golden age of piracy also had such a lasting impression in history. Mm-hmm. And part of that is the massive rise in the sheer number of valuable cargo vessels shipped to Europe and the arguably corrupt and ineffective government bodies in the rising number of European overseas colonies. So this was a huge turning point in history with or without piracy. Mm. So that's already going to make it stand out. And then Tortuga is very familiar to most as a pirate haven. This island in the Caribbean became the first big establishment of buccaneers, equal only to Port Royal, and stood as their strongest and safest port from which to launch attacks on Spanish colonies. Well, from 1630 on, Tortuga was divided into French and English colonies, the colonists having rooted out the Spanish force once there. Though there would be like temporary return to that later. Okay, we're not going to get into that because this isn't a history class. I'm setting you free. But buccaneers are all gone from Tortuga and the Caribbean in 1684 when that formal treaty of peace between France and Spain has all the right dignified little signatures on it. But before that, this is why Tortuga is important too in the Caribbean, we get some of the most famous buccaneers in history out of good old Tortuga. And I ain't talking lawless Jack Sparrow. Our hero, because he was considered a hero by some, was born into this politically rife world of colonization and war around the Cardiff, Wales area in 1635. This wee bouncing babe would grow to be Sir Henry Morgan, or Captain Henry Morgan. He's real! Captain Morgan was a real dude! I didn't know that. Now everybody gets to know that. Aren't you excited? (laughs) So very much. It's a pirate, and we can drink his rum. (laughs) I'm here for it. (laughs) Sip, sip. (laughs) Glug, 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 glug. Thus the Bahama Mamas. Mm. Because this is a Caribbean and pirate. Why is no one as excited as me? I'm just enjoying your excitement right now. Literally. A little judgy. 
No, I'm not. I'm not judging. judging. I'm not judging at all. No more than I do any other day. (laughs) We're just happy someone's still able to feel in this world. Yeah, we're just (laughs) exactly. Look at how excited she could still get. (laughs) It's hard to believe the world hadn't shut her down yet. (laughs) Ah, to still have hope. To, to kind of explain my excitement, though, legitimately as a kid, my good Christian parents Would were so... regularly give you Captain Morgans. Uh-huh. Yes. Were so distressed by how much I idolized pirates. Everything I wanted to consume. I went from dinosaurs to deciding they were terrifying and I hated them, still there, to pirates. And also still there. Mm. I Obviously. Imagine like seven or eight year old Ella. These are real conversations. Some of them are on family videos where my dad's like, okay, but pirates are bad people. They murder people and they pillage and these are bad things. It's not good. No. But anyway, pirates are bad. <laughs> yes. And he was like, but they pillage. He goes, that Jesus wouldn't like that. And like mm. I was I was a Goody little two shoes. I went to church with my parents every Sunday. They put us in our Sunday best. I you did get in trouble maybe, for asking too many questions. Maybe a two shoes. That's weird. You wouldn't be a goody two shoes. I know you. <laughs> there's no way you mainly would. mainly really was, because though. you have three feet. Right. No. Exactly. Can we maybe not be a goody one shoes? Like I already one, keep cameras foot. out of the recording. People don't need to know that. I don't know why Sorry. we got a table. They'll block your three legs. Yeah, that's that's also fair. True. That's fair. No point now. If people. No, (laughs) but uh, he would be very distressed and he would go, you can't. He goes, they pillage and they kill people. And seven year old Ella's response was everybody needs hobbies. And (laughs) my my poor papa, (laughs) he like could not get it across. And then my aunt, who just wanted to make me happy, would buy me books on pirates. (laughs) So I'd sit there and, and I'd go, look, it's a lady pirate. Her name's Mary Reed. And my dad's like, no. No. <laughs> all right, sweetheart. It's been three weeks. She hasn't mentioned pirates at all. This might be it. They this open, might be it. They, they open oh, her look, room door and she's like, "Here's a here's a present from your aunt. What is it? A book on pirates. Great. <laughs> she hasn't mentioned pirates. They go to her room and she's standing on her bed with a a, a paper sword. She made yar. <laughs> <laughs> so, Captain Henry Morgan. What harrowing adventures lie in his origin story? We don't know. So he might that's not it. be that's real. That's the episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> click, click, click. It's we good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know he was born for certain. He was born. Okay. Start. Facts. And his family was made up of prosperous farmers. Facts. And they had the last name Morgan. Facts. Yeah. But uh, his early life and how he physically wound up anywhere near the West Indies is up for debate. Debate. But mystery is good and fun, so you can just pick your favorite of these three possibilities. Facts. One, he traveled with Oliver Cromwell's force to attack the Spanish in the West Indies in 1654 and 1655. Possible fact. Two, he served a three-year apprenticeship as a cutlery maker. In exchange for passage to the West Indies, well, because that one's why boring. not? Probable fact. Three, he was kidnapped. Maybe. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I had pause for 
gasps written in my notes. Oh, pause. <laughs> gasp. Okay, well, don't do that now. <laughs> no, I was It just I'm makes surprised. me feel worse. Yeah, I, I was already bump-bump-bummed it. Yeah. You can gasp after a bump-bump-bump. I feel. No. In Bristol, so he's kidnapped in Bristol, only to be sold mm-hmm. off to servants, <clears throat> ah, sold off as a servant in Barbados. To Barbados Slim! <laughs> That'd be Sold two so, servants who are rich in Barbados and buy their own servants. So the servants have servants. I mean, have we're servants. servants, but you're going to be working for us. If I'm cleaning his shoes, who's cleaning mine? It's only fair. That's how this works. So, hey guys, why don't we just all clean our own stuff? Shut up, slave. No, that's not how it works. I mean, slave. servant. <laughs> Sorry, it's slavens. We're oh, still working old, on the old, ha- old, ha- you old pay, habits. You and pay everything. your own rent. That's a servant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> surf, surf, servant? Is he a surf? We're going to have a meeting about it later. We're going to have a <laughs> So imagine up your favorite little scene from those choices. Oh, we just did. And then fast forward to <laughs> the Anglo Spanish War in about 1655. The setting, Jamaica. Yeah, man. The cast, Lots and lots of buccaneers. That's us. Special background guests. Yellow fever and attacks from maroons or runaway slaves. I know tons of maroons. Oh, the morons. Excuse me. (laughs) That's just how I pronounce (laughs) it. I've been macarooned. (laughs) Morgan joined a band of English raiders. What fun. Cover band or? No, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we need a basis. <laughs> oh, and to clarify, Played all the best, best hits of sixteen ninety. <laughs> he joined English people who were raiders, not mm. people who raided the English. That's fair. They're raiding the Spanish. Henry's boss man at the time is privateer Vice Admiral Sir Christopher Mings. Period. And this is where he learns the not-so-subtle art of freebooting, which is piracy. Freebooting. Not wearing, not wearing shoes. Yeah. While you download movies yes. and yeah. sell them. Yes. LimeWire. Basically. Morgan starts as a common soldier and works his way up to the capable and respected sailor. And his famous captain comes with a bonus almost <laughs> as good as name-dropping. Naval experience. Woo! They played with each other's navels. Yeah. How else would the captain come? Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, I just thought of like belly lint and I was like, Egh! they didn't have that back then. With less bathing, they were cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they just had like burlap sacks for shirts. There was no, nothing to really like have lint because there were no dryers. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good. Logic. Facts. Yeah. In truth. In 1662, Morgan becomes Captain Morgan, complete with his own small privateering vessel. He's come pretty far. I be a captain. (laughs) You imagine. And all of a sudden, I have to talk like this. I don't know why I got Scottish. Scottish, (laughs) Irish. (laughs) You're Welsh, but yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's all the same right now. Okay, but with a buccaneer alliance of other captains, Henry gets his first taste of real success two years later. Together, with the power of piracy and friendship, they plundered their little hearts out. 
So they were bad guys who like to loot and plunder. You'll pay for this, Captain Morgan. See what we did there? Gaggle, gaggle. That's a different <laughs> show. <laughs> Dreaming. Don't give it up, Morgan. So all those nice raids made Captain Morgan wealthy, and mm. his reputation was nothing to sneeze at either. Hitch. Now people could name drop him. Mm. Dum, dum, da. Name drop. What better to do with all of that success than marry your cousin? Ooh. It was a different time. It's it, fine. It was legal back then. That's fine. I think it it's still legal now. Uh, well, in Alabama, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where God pays attention. <laughs> Remember, he destroyed the earth mm. so brothers and sisters would have to repopulate. That's his kink. Are you doubting the Almighty? I'm pretty sure. All right. I'm pretty I sure Moses' so. children brought their spouses who were not his other children. You don't know. You don't know that. No, but that did mean cousins would have to repopulate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. And their children would be related. Yeah, so cousins. Yep. I mean, it started that way anyway. Oh, That's what I'm saying. It's, okay, it's anyway. the Lord's kink. Nobody should own anybody. The Lord's got his own prayer. The Lord's got his own kink. Captain Morgan married Mary Elizabeth, the daughter of his uncle, Colonel Edward Morgan, then the governor of Jamaica. He bought himself a nice plantation there, too. So mm. his uncle's governor, he's married, 1665. He got he got a whole plantation. Slaves. It didn't say who's working it, so I just skimmed past real quick. <laughs> Chances are on that whole plantation. <laughs> if I had to venture, I'd. Uh... But he was a pirate. Yeah. So, so maybe not. Yeah, but he was a government sanctioned pirate. He was a buccaneer. Yeah. Who, Captain Morgan? Mm hmm. Oh. But if you're a pirate. What a twat. You're probably not home much, and somebody's got to run that plantation when you're not there, so. What bliss. Piracy on one hand, a beautiful wife, I think. I didn't really look up any pictures. And mm-hmm. home on the other. Was anybody really How many hands does he have? Two. <clears throat> oh, he's got... Piracy. Piracy. And, and then, then a, a beautiful, beautiful wife, wife. And a home. And then uh, on the other hand... Yeah, a, a wife and a home. He got strong hands. He carries both. And one That's hand. not how it was presented. It was he like, and carries, then a whole fleet he carries the, other. the wife. <laughs> While the wife carries the home. Okay, yeah. there we go. It's like it's like that little song in Encanto. It's like it's, it's, it's Louisa. I know what that he's is, married but to. Explain it to He's married to Miles Louisa, the, the sister. Flower one. Yeah, no, the, the strong, strong one. one. The strong yeah, and then one. she has a bit in the song where she's like holding the house. That's that was that wife. was a dope song, like yeah. her song. Except she's even stronger because it's a whole fucking plantation attached to the house, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody on it. She just, but then, tragedy strikes. I mean, kind of. I, I actually don't know if Captain Morgan cared, but his uncle died. He didn't care. During an attack. At the on, ripe like, old age of 13. <laughs> he lived a good life, he did. <laughs> that old bastard. <laughs> old, old bastard. <laughs> that old son of a bitch. So at this point, it was a Dutch colony. So the Spanish attacked and yeah, he died. Um, actually, Captain Morgan became pretty chummy with the new governor, mm. so, like, maybe he used the power of friendship to recover from his grief, or he found friendship, because, like, he wasn't even distracted by his grief. I don't know. 
Mary was probably sad, though. It was her dad. <laughs> She'll be okay. She's got to hold up a house. Yeah. 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 She's busy running she the busy. whole thing. But the new governor is Sir Thomas Modiford. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. It's an ugly name. I don't care. And that bromance, paired with Captain Morgan's seemingly effortless string of successes, won him the promotion to Vice Admirable. Vice Admiral? It's an admirable thing. I'm just combining (laughs) (laughs) the Vice Admiral. Mm! The Vice Admiral of the Jamaican Fleet. Fancy. The Spanish are getting frisky all over Cuba, Uh-oh. so Modi Ford chooses his pal Morgan to lead the Jamaican fleet. Now, Morgan is the boogeyman of the sea. As far as Spain is Bubble concerned. Yeah, maybe. Yes. In January of 1668, he set sail amongst 10 ships and over 500 soldiers. He conquers the city of Porto Principe without breaking a sweat. Mm. Now, the army only made 50,000 pieces of eight off this battle, which apparently wasn't a lot. So despite the losses on his side being minimal, like not many people were injured or killed, a bunch of the soldiers stock off grumbling because it's just it wasn't enough money to split. Ungrateful. Yeah. Now, Vice Admiral Morgan has nearly half of the force that he started with, but he's a go-getter. He's a man's man. Uh Uh-oh. He plans another attack immediately. Their new target was fortified and well-guarded. Portobello in Venezuela would require some extra strategy. So Morgan goes into stealth mode, anchoring his ships far from the city. He and his men used canoes to approach the city as quietly as possible in the dark of the night. Their ambush was quick and seamless. The guards were caught with their pants down, figuratively and literally. Mm, Because that is fun to imagine. It was a anything goes party. It was the ocean. They were free. Get your freedom in the ocean. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Just men ripping off their pants. Freedom! There are no rules. I'm free. (laughs) You know I'm free too, brother. Sans pantalones! <laughs> Sans pantalones! <laughs> but the ambush was quick and seamless. The guards were caught literally with their pants down. That's what we're going with. Two of the three main forts are captured this way. But the third proves much more difficult, nearly impossible to occupy. Mm. So what's a vice admiral to do? Quick. Then, light bulb moment. The Spanish, they're a religious lot. Good Christian men and women. And what do good Christians hate to shoot? Nuns. That's fair. So Morgan made a human shield of the imprisoned nuns and monks, using them to push forward and capture the final fort and with it, the entire town. Good for him. That's how you do that. Now, this is extra funny if you imagine the enemy isn't wearing pants. See? (laughs) (laughs) But were the nuns? You wouldn't know, right? Because it's a really long thing. It was anybody, really. Maybe everybody was free out there. That's true. Just nuns swaying their skirts. (laughs) Freedom! (laughs) (laughs) So, 
the acting president of Panama was forced to pay the ransom for the entire town. Netting Morgan 100,000 Spanish pesos this go-around, plus all the gold, jewels, and various other fine booty that he got during... Like the nuns. Like the nuns. It was just the nuns, yep. It was free. So he had significantly less men to share this much larger hall with as well. Morgan personally got 5% of it. The governor back home got 10% as his boss, and then the rest just gets split up amongst his men. So those other soldiers leaving didn't actually hurt anybody left because, again, minimal losses, and they got to keep much more of the shares. And, and it's much less higher. men to share that booty with. Yeah, so. yeah booty, booty, exactly. Booty. Yeah. Be rocking everywhere. Rocking everywhere. Booty, booty, booty. But Morgan wouldn't stop there. No, no. Where would he stop? We'll find out. He didn't. Mm. Next time on Dragon... No, we're going to do it right now. <laughs> so we continue. Right now. His next famous or infamous raid would be 400 miles or 643 kilometers away for anybody else outside of America who doesn't listen to us anyway. I don't get it. And Maracabo just one year later. Morgan must have gained some men back with his fame because now he's at eight ships but 650 crewmen. Still, this was less firepower than the Spanish had at their disposal. Morgan negotiated for a full week with a local Spanish captain armed with orders to end piracy in the Caribbean. With no progress on that front, Morgan grew frustrated and he ordered Captain Don Alonso to stand down. So this is all in Maracaibo right now. Mm. The captain refused, kind of contrary to his job description, so that seems pretty fair. Right. The Spanish fire at one of Morgan's ships sailing straight for them. Pew, pew. But the ship turns into a literal fireball. Boom. Turns out, the crafty Morgan set it up with wooden guns to fool the enemy and packed the ship to the brim with explosives. So the literal fireball set a bunch of other Spanish ships ablaze, breaking their formation. Some of the enemy even deserted out of fear. So the port was taken. This city's ransom earned Morgan 250,000 pieces of eight. Of eight? Pieces of eight, yeah, the currency. Pieces of AIDS. So it was like a... (laughs) Do you know why it was called a piece of eight? Because it was worth not eight pieces. A, not like the letter it, A it, it, first. It was, it was worth the eight pieces. You could cut it into pieces to make it smaller. Like oh, So I that's see. how you would make your change and stuff. Oh. So you could say like a piece of eight or mm. like one eighth of that. Yeah. So I thought you were saying A. That's why I was no. like piece of A. So hmm. this city's ransom is more than like five times Good that haul, original boys. one he lost all that 250,000 pieces of AIDS. <laughs> yo ho I yo ho a pirate like that. me <laughs> quick everybody sans pantalones <laughs> <Right on. laughs> at least it ain't scurvy right boys <laughs> <laughs> they like go burn. to their king with their like contract to commit piracy <laughs> on the seas their privateering license if you will do we get to keep the aids <laughs> <laughs> You gave me this contract, and you said it protected me and my rice, but I still got AIDS. (laughs) 
It says it protects me rights, but what about me lefts? <laughs> Let's go protect that. Is that how I got sick? <laughs> Should I have been using the left one? Should have been using that lefty. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay, so Morgan, back to this. Um, his men were a bit bloodthirsty, so, like, if the nun thing wasn't enough to shed some extra dubious moral light on our fine leader, his buccaneers wound up torturing the citizens of Venezuela. Woo! That's fun, right? They purportedly did it to discover hidden booty, so they were, like, (laughs) I bet they did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that still probably wasn't a good enough reason for torture. Yeah. But it might have also been an exaggeration which we'll touch more on later, but we can't really know for sure. So we don't know if, like, those claims are true. I know. But regardless of our feelings on that, Morgan has achieved the lofty status of king of all buccaneers. Mm. He was wealthy, he was powerful, and he had a killer success rate. In fact, Morgan was so damn good that even enemy Spaniards praised his bravery and leadership. Though, um, I doubt they were praising him for the nun thing. I don't, I don't, no. I don't think anyone liked no, the nun thing. Was... What did he do to them? He found their booties. He made them human shields. So oh, that yeah, that's fine. For a fort. I'd admire him for that. <laughs> Women and children first, they always they say. They always mm-hmm. say it. Gotta do I don't say. think that's what they mean. And that's what they mean. I don't. That's exactly I what they mean. I don't think. <laughs> Fun fact, that's how chivalry was born. Um. He 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 put all the nuns in front of them mm-hmm. so that they, like, it, it, that's where opening the door for women started. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, they all went into the fort first. Yeah, and rightfully so. You know, you got to be a gentleman about these things. Yep. Yeah, I'm with it. Good for him. Good for him. And this was back in the 1600s. I know. Progressive. Very. Very progressive. Very. Yeah. You're welcome, Ella. Wow. See, and she thinks she does all the research. Right. Ungrateful. I'll keep my day job. (laughs) Morgan's fleet grows and grows. What do you guys guess he's at now? About 13 feet. (laughs) What? I'm laughing at so many different things. I'm, I'm laughing at her exasperation. I, 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 yeah, I'm laughing at her. <laughs> First Powerful and foremost. I'm laughing at the fact that you and I yelled at two different, like, very different answers. <laughs> There's not even a unit of measurement after mine. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I stand by it. You're talking about how many ships does he have now? Uh, like, crewmen and ships. She used to have six. Seven. So I would say, didn't he used to have six? Well, we we last stopped at eight ships and 650 crewmen. Okay, eight, six, I'd say 12 ships and 1,300 men. He's at 10 ships and 1,200 men. 1,200 buccaneers across 30 ships. 30? Some of them must have been little sloops. With his army, Morgan has his greatest claim to fame yet ahead of him. He would target Panama next, his final and most lofty challenge. First, he sailed up the Chagres River? I'm sorry, I don't know. And the in his 22-gun frigate, the Satisfaction, 
<laughs> I love it. Morgan took the fortress at San Lorenzo, opening a path to Panama through the jungle. Now, we have jungle pirates. That sounds fun to me. I just the want them to rights. ride up on, like, jaguars or something. Like, this Real casu- casually. Right. Getting worse. Uh, they prefer cougars. But also, maybe it wasn't that fun to be a pirate in the jungle. Because, like, not everybody is cut out to survive in a jungle. And the crew was pretty worn out. And jungles are hot. Yeah. And filled with cats. Yeah. And... And foreign disease. Yeah. But they also had bitches with their titties out. Bitches had them titties out. But, uh, yeah, so uh, a lot of men died to, like, hunger and sickness, actually. Mm-mm. But jungle pirates! <laughs> Did they not know out. they could eat bananas? Mm. Or cocoa nuts? Mm. They didn't know. Probably not. Well, I wouldn't have known I could eat tropics. a coconut. I wouldn't have known I could eat a coconut. You know how hard it'd be to get to get in that thing. That's but they're in like said. they're in the Caribbean and like the Bahamas. Yeah, there should be plantains. Came up. Oh, you didn't know. There should this be plantains. There should be I mean, plantains. They're kind of like bananas, and they wouldn't shame anybody's wee wee. Do plantains grow in the jungle? Plantains? I'm not yes. a geologist. Not that that would have anything to do with <laughs> knowing what where fruits grow. I guess probably you like just a picking tropical... up a rock. Are you a banana? <laughs> <laughs> tropical landscape. Crack your tooth on it. I'm not a geologist. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the jungle. It's hard, but who can stay down? Welcome to the jungle. We, we got fun and games. My brain forgot the words, but it kept going hard on the music. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's my whole brain. <laughs> We're all tired. Yes. Yeah. But who can stay down with charismatic vice admiral? I did it again. Damn it. <clears throat> she can't read. It's a ginger it, thing. I know. It, it's <laughs> contagious. Yeah. But who can stay down with the charismatic vice admiral Morgan at the lead? Not me. Emos. Anytime I see him, I go from six to midnight. <laughs> His presence alone is a morale booster, so the crew pushes on. How'd you know what I named it? Good old morale booster. At the end of the jungle, they find a massive force of Spaniards ready at the city's defense. 1,200 Spanish infantry, 400 cavalry, hundreds of rampaging bulls. Sounds like overkill. That was not Ella exaggerating. That was part of it. How many rampaging bulls? Hundreds. Hundreds. How did they control them? By they just let them rampage necessary. toward the pirates, I guess. Uh-uh. I'm assuming they were at the front between the pirates <laughs> and the soldiers. You, you would hope. <laughs> All right, guys. Keep these bulls behind us in this gate. All right, everybody. <laughs> quick. Poke your bulls in the ass on the counter. No! No! On the count of three! Jesus Christ, everybody run! This is an important battle. Someone's getting rum named after this. (laughs) Okay. My next line works. But it matters not. Morgan's buccaneer army was bigger, and they were badder. Yeah, they were. Tougher than the toughies, smarter than the smarties. Yeah. That's a Scrooge McDuck reference. (laughs) I missed that one. (laughs) Yep. 
The battle is a massacre. Spanish losses come in at 500 men. The privateers, they only lose 15. Oh. So like one boat. They even killed some bulls for food. So that had to be disconcerting for the other (laughs) army. (laughs) You imagine you send your rampaging beasts and they just like kill it and start eating it in front of you. Imagine how hungry they were. No telling how long they were at sea running through the jungle. Yeah, because they sailed. Yeah. Then got off foot to walk through the jungle. They were probably eating them raw. (laughs) All right, boys, we got them. Send in the bulls. They're starving. They're weak. They're eating them. Oh, they're we, we should have sent a less edible beast. <laughs> <laughs> well, Panama Falls in 1671, and not just in the case of capture. Didn't tie its shoes. It was decimated, plundered, and demolished in every sense. Well, the city actually had to be rebuilt several kilometers away from the original ruins. Uh, for uh, people that don't miles? know, that's... Called kilometers. It's the same thing as kilometers. Or you could just say the name Miles, I feel like. Yes, you could do that. Miles. The numbers might be a little bit different. I just wanted to hear my name Mm. said in a sentence included. Also, this didn't exactly work in Morgan's favor. He made 400,000 pieces of eight off of this raid. But he could have made 10 or even 20 times more if the city didn't burn down to the ground. Mm, mm, so, mm. there's that. Tragic. Also, um, Morgan may have deserted his men and ran off with most of his haul. Good. That's He's a pirate. <laughs> Waited until they mean, were distracted eating a bull and just ran with the money. I mean, the guy, you gotta retire at some point. He's pretty much pushed his luck right. on how many sieges or how much money for the king. I don't know how Sorry, boys. You know what it. we do. Like, how did you, he had to have some trusted men with him because he couldn't have carried. Well, I'll tell you what. On Sea of Thieves, I have loaded up a rowboat. Into the jungle on foot? Yeah. I'll go grab the chest (laughs) after defeating some skelly boss, some skelly boss, and then load up a rowboat. Or sink a ship and then then take my rowboat out Or you tell them, it's like, hey, boys, let's carry this back to the ship and then come back and help our boys. All right. So, like... Three of you go and like put it in. Plus he had plus he had thirty ships, so he probably just put it all on a boat and then took that fucking boat with with his closest. And it's like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, they say like solo, but solo probably means at least a few close people that he just he left them and he started completely over. He was like f all of these people. If I can get a new crew, they don't know that I have this treasure. These guys are stuck here on wherever this land is. In this godforsaken jungle that smells like dead bulls. <laughs> and I'll just never sail <laughs> this direction again for about another 10 years. I'll be all right. There was just one problem. Apparently, England and Spain were at peace during the Panama raid. <laughs> Panama! <laughs> Actually, they signed the treaty in 1670 a whole year earlier. So it's not mm. like, you know, you hear that about um, like the Civil War and the Revolutionary War. Like there were periods of peace or like the no thing. And it's like, well, you raided the farm during the 20 minutes where we weren't allowed to do that. So now I got to hang you. Like you hear those stories and stuff. It wasn't like that. It was a whole year beforehand. He wasn't in the jungle that long. 
that we know but, uh, of. That makes this super illegal and a legit act of piracy and not buccaneering. I mean, Oops. that's what he was. I mean, whether or not Morgan was aware of this is debatable, but he was arrested by Jamaica's new governor when he got back. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's how they arrest me. <laughs> but yeah, he he didn't even have time for a quickie with his wife or nothing. He's been gone this whole time. She's probably dead. Yeah. She's not, but that's a nice thought. Still holding up the house. <laughs> Don't Can I put this down yet? <laughs> <laughs> Sees him coming close. Oh, I can finally share the load. He's being let off by cops. God damn it! <laughs> Is he ever going to get out of jail? Yaman! <laughs> well, hold that thought. Morgan gets shipped to London, England for his trial. He's stripped of his military post. Yes, bloke. But even with a treaty hanging in the balance of tensions between Spain and England, this was mostly for show. The English loved this guy. Yes, He got shit done and to their benefit every time. So Morgan sits around for a bit as like a technical prisoner of the state, but he wasn't even ever actually imprisoned until he's officially honored by the king. (laughs) So Morgan gets knighted. To Sir Henry Morgan. That's pronounced connigated. Connigated, yes. He gets connigated. That is dangerously close to words. I don't like it. And he gets knighted in 1674, so three years later, and he is gifted the position of lieutenant governor or like a deputy governor of Jamaica another year after that. So he's very much not being punished. So from 1674 to 1682, beyond the golden age of piracy, he flips to active military defense of his island from pirates. So this was still in the golden age, I should have said, um, beyond the age of buccaneers. What a time to be alive. So this doesn't last too long, though. Mm -hmm. And the six years after his new career was awarded, his relationship with King Charles II turned kind of sour and he was fired. Mm. Womp womp. <laughs> to add insult to injury, his replacement was a longtime political rival by the name of Thomas Lynch. Yeah, man. So you pissed off the king so bad that not only did he fire you, but he was like, oh, also, I heard you don't like Becca, so now Becca's governor. Ha <laughs> ha! Like, it's so petty. It's fair. Lynch put his attacks on Morgan's character to paper, promoting a book on 17th century buccaneers in general that described Morgan specifically as savage, bloodthirsty, and personally responsible for horrors inflicted on natives and the innocent citizens of Panama. Morgan countered this with a political campaign that said, you know, he a little bitch, right? With a public campaign seeking to discredit the book while launching a libel suit. Same thing. Yeah. That is. Yeah. He won in court, netting him 200 English pounds from the publishers plus a public retraction. Hey. And that's why I said earlier, like, it's it's debatable how bloodthirsty even just his men were because a lot of that stuff got exaggerated later. So we're not really sure what was valid and what was the the exaggeration to discredit him. Hmm. After that, retirement awaited, finally. 
Morgan had a peaceful life on his big plantation with Mary Elizabeth. By the time he died in 1688, the Caribbean was free from buccaneers. Yeah, man. And what (laughs) took out this once behemoth naval legend? Lint in his belly button. Again, we're not sure. History is fun. Facts. Yes, boy. (laughs) (laughs) It might have been tuberculosis. It might have been dropsy, which is like a buildup of fluid in the body's tissue. Or it might have been cirrhosis of the liver due to like a very excessive consumption of alcohol. Captain Morgan, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You got to go. Go out. As an old man's dying. Party! (laughs) (laughs) Somebody give me a barrel. I can put my leg up on and take a picture. He died at about 53 years old on August 25th. 1688, and he was buried at the Palisado Cemetery mm-hmm. in Port Royal, Jamaica. Yeah, man. <laughs> four, four years later, an earthquake struck the island. Oh, no. Breaking the cemetery off yeah, into man. the sea. Mm. So now, Morgan's remains are lost somewhere in the ocean or in a vicious Yes, cup. boy. So that's, what, that's where it ended. I thought you thought it ended when he died. No, the sea still reclaimed him because the sea is freedom and he was a true privateer. P-Rot. Well, this is privateer. He always worked for the government. And the one well, time he was a piece of shit. Cletus's <laughs> <laughs> opinion It was different tanks. when we thought he was a pirate. <laughs> But a pirate who works for the government. I'll never no drink thanks. Captain Morgan again. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, Bahama Mamas are good, so I'm, I'm gonna keep. Yeah, going. I mean, like, still, still sponsor us. Like, I'll, 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 I'll keep drinking. So, pirates, yay! Don't tell Ella's dad she did this story. He'll have traumatic flashbacks trying to convince his daughter murder's wrong. (laughs) I like that we we came back after a month hiatus and already mentioned rape and baby elephant walks. Mm. And helicopter dicking. And helicopter dicking. Yeah, and murder. And... Surprisingly, not a lot about bourbon. Consistent. Oh, yeah. Consistent. On brand. (laughs) Hmm. It's exactly the show Ella wanted. It is. I feel like we encapsulated her vision of this show. And we continue to week after week. I will neither confirm nor deny that statement. But let let Captain Morgan choose for you. Inspire us all to pillage. No, no, don't do that. Mm. Never mind. Not in our name, anyway. No. No. Do it in your own name. Support small business by not... Looting. Support small business by looting corporations. Yep. Uh. <laughs> to support small business. <laughs> Someone dressed up at Robin Hood just <laughs> trying to rob Target and run to a small business. And they're like, you can't bring your stolen goods here. <laughs> you. What are you talking about? I did it. But I you. listened to a podcast and they said. <laughs> they caught you on like 15 different cameras, bro. <laughs> but Ella told me. <laughs> <laughs> she told me to drink rum, and now I'm here, so I don't see how that could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, real real pirate, Captain Morgan. 
He cool. worked for the government the whole time, except Ooh. one time when he kind of maybe arguably didn't, but he still got rewarded for it because he was that good at what he did. That damn good. And the English just, just really didn't like the Spanish, so they really didn't give a shit. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Politics. Oh, Ferdinand. <laughs> I wanted to think of like a fun sea shanty or something to end on, but I my mind's just blank. I don't have any. I only know Gago Gago. I don't know any of them. I mean, well, I don't know their words. I think that Gago Gago is really sea shanty, per se. Sloop John B is a shanty, kind of. Do you guys know bitches with their titties out? That was was a good one back in 1961. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The very end of piracy. (laughs) As a... Lucrative profession. Forsooth, like, Agatha. I have learned the term badonkadonk. <laughs> <laughs> no longer shall I seek booty. Now I seek badonkadonk. <laughs> and the year of our Lord. <laughs> yo ho, yo ho. A pirate's life for me. You a ho, you a ho. <laughs> A pirate's life for thee. <laughs> Far and wide. <laughs> Left to right. To, it's badonkadonk that I, I see. Make, I could make Gago Gago Captain Morgan themed. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, it could go like, you shouldn't. Dreaming. <laughs> Don't give it up, Morgan. Dreaming. Because you got pirate ship. Dreaming. <laughs> this ain't an anime. Dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give, give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Here's how story goes, we find out about the jungle and the Panama and rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing just as good as the people who wrote that shit song. <laughs> I feel like you should have gone with the Captain Planet theme song and just changed it to Captain Morgan. We'd go by a frigate, name it The Satisfaction. There you go. And on that note. We don't need no satisfaction. Except in this case we do, because yeah. like. I mean, 20 guns is a bit much for three people. It was 22. You think? For three people? I mean, that's going to be hard for three people to sell a ship that can hold 22 cannons. We got two words for you. <laughs> Come on. Oh, hands on deck. Just a sweating. <laughs> I'm trying to get us. I'm trying to get us there. I'm trying okay. to <laughs> Ella's not pulling her away. It's so weird how they only fire three guns at a time, and then also they're crashing into things because no one's steering. Or manning sails or anything. They seem to be traveling very slowly. Why? They're like, they're like, why are their pants down and they're waving their dicks at the sails? Their Jolly Roger just says freedom, and it's misspelled. (laughs) Is it (laughs) P-H-R-E-E-E-D-U-M? And is that Jolly Roger their pants? (laughs) Why are they red long johns? There's, There's a screen rigged up. On the deck, it's just it's just anime. It's just anime pirates <laughs> playing on loop. I don't see how that's relevant to anything. Are they wearing <laughs> Captain Planet rings? What? Guys, we can't attack these people. They're obviously special needs. Obviously. 
Is that podcast equipment on that shit? <laughs> what reception do they think they're getting out here? They just have a bunch of sticks set up like microphones <laughs> and windscreens. <laughs> Who are they talking to? <laughs> oh. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, I'm a good friend. All right. Well, we're going to go get a frigate that we have no business owning. And we're going to sail it. We're coming for you, Spain. <laughs> to infinity. Round two. And to Spain. <laughs> Just gonna watch us slowly sink off of like the port and be like, "Yeah, I was, I was never worried." Our Jolly Roger says, "It's, it's not football; it's soccer." <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are gonna get shot at. Though. Literally. P.S. We maybe, love Spain. We love, maybe we'll we just misspell freedom. <laughs> <laughs> just jokey jokes. Just jokey jokes. With a straw hat on it. Don't come for us, Spain. <laughs> Oh, come for me, Spain. Ayo. I love it when they come for me. <laughs> I hope everyone missed us. Dragons drink bourbon. And spit facts. And truth. Bye. Adios. The bourbon's drunk and the dragon's No wind, no problem. Boys, get up there. They're all helicoptering the sails. <laughs> Boys, double time. Oh. Dear God, they're gaining on us. What are they some, doing? Some great evil brings speed to these creatures. We'll never catch them at this rate. Can you imagine? And they're like, they're, like, they're, they're all drunk as shit on Captain Morgan's private stock. <laughs> And it's just like a party boat. <laughs> as as the boat approaches Forts, his ship, it's just a line of men, helicopter dicks. And when asked why, they go, do you feel intimidated to surrender? <laughs> Don't make it weird. We're just, we're just we're, real free out here. We're on here. the ocean. It's free out here. No judgment, no rules. I understand if you're so intimidated by our sense of freedom that you want to surrender without violence. <laughs> Let's hurry this up, boys. Baby elephant walk in three hours. <laughs> Original music by Maria Vincent and art by Something by LP. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ddb.podcast. You may also email us at dragonsdrinkbourbon at gmail.com. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, okay, that, my face hurts. That got out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. Literally. Well, good thing we stay on brand. <laughs>